When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Suzanne Plushette, Jr. Andy Brandt Bernard. <laughs> and we'll be right back to kick things off. Alex should be here. Whenever they bring her uh, scone and her coffee to her, she'll be in, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure she'll dash right in after <laughs> being refueled. We'll be back. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Let's pretend it's Christmas. Let's say rock and around. The Christmas tree, the Christmas Well, it's January 25th, so December 25th, January 25th. What's the difference? Right? 
correct? Exactly. The yep. sun is as high as it was before Thanksgiving. Thank the See? maker. Yep. Thank the that. maker. Look See? <clears throat> and to make our day even brighter, we have Tim Lammers on the line. Timmy Lammers. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here, man. I noticed that Alex came brought in brought in a reusable cup. Sure did. See, look at her. And do you, do you have your reusable cup filled by the coffee place? No, I. It's a smoothie that I made at home. Okay, well, that's. I. It grosses me out when people people bring in their own cup, hand it to the barista, to refill. Yeah, no. You it's one of the grossest yeah. things. Why is it gross? Because it is filthy. Your Why mouth is, is all. Your mouth is one of the filthiest. Reusable cups are get well, very gross. You bring in a clean you bring cup. In a, like when I, I've you done that know, before. But you don't know that. No. You don't know. Other people may not. They may use the same cup that sits in their car for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's true. Well, that would be gross. I wash that, mine that, that very frequently. That, but. that isn't your thing. I'm just saying, I'm projecting on, I know what, how other people aren't maybe as clean yep. as you would expect. You can't project your cleanliness on other people. That's true. true. That's true. Well, they stopped I accepting like, reusable cups in places during COVID, the beginning and bags. of COVID. And bags. For a while, but then that didn't last long. Well, well they, should, they, should, they should still do that. You take, so you have your reusable bag that you're going to take your groceries home in, but you've had it at home. The dog's been sitting on it. The cat's been sitting on it. God knows how filthy that is. You set it all out in the grass. Hey. The dog had peed. And pooped. That's the filthiest thing in the world. The grossest, so Ralph, most horrific thing. I, I'm sensing Ugh. that you don't have a great um, admiration of the unwashed masses. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't trust the great unwashed masses no, to be clean. People do. Oh well. That's enough. Well, let's put it this way: if everyone was as hygienic as me, no one would even know COVID is a thing. You're right. Well, but so. absolutely right. Mm. You you cross a line a little bit into neurotic. I do, yes. But so no, no, he there's doesn't. like a no, he no. definitely does. But if everyone was like me, it wouldn't be neurotic. It would be normal. Yeah. So <laughs> it would be status quo. Uh huh. That's true. Did it, did everybody see that video of those two older ladies that were pushing the black guy out of the elevator? Yeah. No. They look like they. Oh were my God! It's find out or you got to look it up. It's hilarious. They're sitting there with their masks, but they're taking their masks down to yell at him that he can't come in the elevator, and they start pushing him. And as they're pushing him, they're like, "Black Lives Matters." No, it's, what? It's like a computer <laughs> with a virus. Just what? like executing I mean, all of its programs at once. It's insane. It's, it's, seriously, it's like watching a deranged, you know, I think, animal. I, I think I think this was produced. This would you be think it produced? I don't think so. I don't know. I think it was produced. You the I, I don't I think those ladies. Well, they well, were obviously like, saying Black Lives Matter because they felt guilty for pushing a black guy. So they were trying to like yeah. attenuate their Counteract own guilt. Why? Their... Because Listen, they're brainwashed. These yeah. these two ladies are clearly brainwashed, yes. very unwell. Probably should be on Thorazine, but well. And to tell you the truth, we live in a building with an elevator. We have to take an elevator all the time. If somebody's in there and they didn't want me to come in because I didn't have a mask on, I wouldn't come in. I would exactly. just wait for the next elevator. So I, it's kind of on him a little bit that he didn't just... More than a little bit. Yeah, he shouldn't have gotten on the elevator. Well, it's like I wouldn't want to get fight. on an elevator with two people who look like demons either. The way that their, eye, their eyes were so wide open, it's like I'm surprised they didn't fall out. Well, it's like, have These you people heard? had problems. There's another mm-hmm. viral video of this woman, and a guy's recording her, and she goes... 
she's screaming at him and she says, this is a gayberhood and you're not welcome. And then he starts to try talking and she just shrieks at the top of her lungs. <laughs> yep. I'm like, There's a lot of mental illness out happening? there that is not treated. What is That's happening? That's the sad reality. Last Doug, he used to work in a uh, facility and they don't really do those anymore. Oh. And those people no, are, all, are all out. Have, they have to voluntarily take the their meds streets. and they never do. Andrew? Now, I have to ask, you know, we have the, we have Dr. Basham and Andy who studies this, this kind of stuff as well. Just for fun. Just I for want fun. to know, because I, I did read an article yesterday that connects being woke to high levels of alcohol use. Did you well, see that? of course. Stress means alcoholism. Stress <clears throat> means smoking. Stress means yeah. everything bad, basically. So basically what they're saying is that all these woke people all get together and they're all nervous about this that, and the other thing and they start to drink and drink and drink and drink and then all of a sudden they're all really woke because they're drunk <laughs> mm, I, I mean isn't know. that amazing i don't know that that's <laughs> so so well, you, there's you, something going on we, we need another group and maybe they should be called wa Wake, yeah, yeah. WA, you know, woke anonymous. Mm, yeah, woke anonymous. It. I like that. But but don't you think that's probably true that these people are 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 just twiddling their thumbs and, and shaking in their boots because they're so nervous about the world and everything's horrible, but they don't want to talk about it. And then they get a little John Barley corn in their system, and all of a sudden they run their mouths and uh, beat the piss out of people's families. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that alcohol has to be a big part of that. Oh, sure. What? Aberrant behavior frequently is associated with alcohol. Yep. That is true. No doubt about it. We have Never in my case. Craig but, on know. the line who wants to ask a question to Tim. Greg, Tim, Tim, Greg. Is is Tim Tim on? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Tim, are movies over? <laughs> yes. Just in yes, general. Yes, they are. I'm answering it for Tim. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tom's right. Movies are over. They're terrible. It, it, I mean, it, it, ebbs and flows. It really does. And you know, I mean, this time of year, especially, there's nothing out there. I nah, struggle Tim, to find something on. to review every week. Just because Tim, nobody, Spider- hey, the theater business is down and, and, and then the pandemic. I mean, just for the month of January, it's a real dry month, I guess you could say. I I have to tell you, Tim, that I firmly believe that Spider-Man is, Spider-Man is the, it's the, it's, it's the closing chapter on movie theaters because Spider-Man beat all those new movies for the box yep. office again. Yep. Oh, yeah. Craig just dropped. Oh, nope. Craig just dropped? Well, he's down in Brownsville, Texas, you know. I do know that. I, I would follow that up until he gets back on the horn with us that, you know, how how are theaters going to sustain themselves waiting for that next big blockbuster? Jazzy, jazzy. I feel oh. like I'm on the Price is Right. <laughs> okay. I Come think, on down. I think Craig is back. Craig, Craig, you back? Answer me. Um, Hello, who no, is No, this it? is Polly. Yeah, Polly's oh, on the line, Polly. too. Craig's Polly. supposedly here, but I don't think his phone's working because we can't hear you, Craig. Craig, get that Brownsville phone working. Let's go. Let's go. So, Polly, what's right, up? How about now? Craig? Hi. Okay, there he is. Something happened. Okay. 
is. So we got Craig, and then we got Paulie after Craig. So Craig, uh, basically, Timmy said that all movies suck, and I agreed with him. Well, I mean, I was him though, but the yeah, thing is... <laughs> most of them do. I, I won't say all of them do, but certainly, you know, there is a little originality here and there. But again, if if your movie theaters are going to be sustaining themselves on those blockbusters, and whoever thought that Spider-Man was going to do the business that it, it continues to do, right. um, that is such a rarity Kim, Kim, let me, uh, for let... the last couple of years. Let me ask you a question. Do you really think that mm -hmm. people are going to sit through that Batman movie for three and three hours and fifteen minutes? That oh, movie looks three horrible. hours and fifteen minutes. What Batman oh. movie? Uh, it's it's more like it's more like it's closer to two fifty four. That's still oh, it's not as long. long. But with trailers, I mean, it's still, believe me, trailers. I mean, it's three, still long. Three then, hours of Robert but, but, Patterson know, pretending to be Batman. Yeah, it's called Ish. the Batman. Yeah. I didn't even know about this. No way. And the thing is, yeah. though, is that if you look at the rest of the schedule for the year, it's crap. The mm, only thing terrible. is that might bring in the people back to the theaters that Doctor Strange movie. But there's the thing that, is, that is that, that bumped till May. Like, yeah, that bumped to May. But the thing though is that I think Hollywood just got a rude awakening that woke movie. Oh no! Oh, he's gone again. Yeah, he just yeah. Phone's not working, Craig. I okay. So the question I want to ask Tim then, in I'll be Craig. Okay, are they ever going to make a movie as good again as Eraserhead? Is it ever going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> the so problem is different. movies like Eraserhead by David Lynch. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, David's got his niche. There's no question about that. But he's not <laughs> he's the got sort a of niche. guy. <laughs> he's not going to draw. He's not going to make hundreds of millions of dollars with his movies. No, no, no. I mean, Craig, Craig named a couple movies right there. Um, one of them was The Batman, um, the Batman. And, and they're only falling on the sword there because, again, when you get your runtime close to three hours, you're cutting the amount of times it runs during the day, which means lesser a lesser right. box office. But right. having said that, I mean, whoever thought that that um, Spider-Man No Way Home is it's a two and a half hour movie and that still has made That's major true. money but so you got so you got um, the Batman coming in March and then as I mentioned uh, Doctor Strange has been booted from March to May so all of a sudden it's like okay in between that time every two months how the hell are theaters going to keep their doors open uh, when you're sitting there waiting for these blockbuster movies to come out and you know whether they're going to actually do the sort of repeat business that spider-man does i i really doubt it you know so I, I i don't know tom we just talked last week on kq about maple grove shutting their doors oh broke my um, heart i love that theater oh really yeah and so yeah, you know closing. it's yeah, it's closed. Actually, I think oh, it's, it's closed, closed already. But yeah, oh, geez, what's going to go yeah. there? What's going to happen? That's such a huge apartment or actually, It's going to be, um, I think, a home improvement sort of. I don't know if they're going to renovate what's inside, or or no, it's going to be like a. God, a renovation sort. I I, I read it in one place. Some place that's going to. How's a bunch of renovators? Well, this place says it's going to be a Housing flooring renovators. store. A what store? Flooring. Whatever the a hell that A flooring store. Okay. Oh, really? Really? Okay, well then, whatever it may be, it's too bad because it already tells you that 
anybody that's going to come in and who I don't know who the hell would at this point say, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to make that movie theater work. Hell, right. you're, you're, you're waiting for Hollywood. And again, another thing that I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. But right now, Tom Cruise has already pushed back Mission Impossible 7 to fall of 23 or something crazy like that. So um, you got to believe that the other shoe's going to drop and, and, and Top Gun Maverick is going to vacate its May spot. I, I, he must know, He must have some sort of intel or something about the pandemic because that's been his deal all along is that I want the most people to see this thing when theaters mm -hmm. are open and vibrant. How they made a decision to push that back <laughs> a year and a half practically yeah. yep. is crazy it's crazy so again uh, I, that's the sort of movie that would have got people in the theaters but you know um they, they better hope for the batman and and dr strange to hit because otherwise you're going to see a lot more of those theaters closing mm. uh between now and 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 may so the the theaters in maple grove those are the ones at arbor lakes Arbor Lakes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So there's, so there's not going to yes. be a movie theater there at all because the other movie theater. Well, wait. Closed. Yeah. Yeah. That the closed. next closest AMC theaters in Coon Rapids. Jeez. Which is not <laughs> close. No. Yeah. Well, there's some in Rogers. There are. There are. Yeah. Some there's a movie theater yeah. in like Rogers. They're pretty far screen. away. Yeah. Yeah. They're all very far well, away. Yeah. I mean, for you guys, for me, it's actually closer. Yeah, but it's if you live, Rogers, yeah. yeah they, but if you live in Maple have Grove, an, yeah. having to drive to Rogers to oh, go see movies, because yeah. we yeah. used to have to drive to yeah. Maple yeah. Grove. If you lived in Maple Grove and you had a theater to drive to that's now closed, that's true. You're you weren't driving anyway, to the clearly. theater, yeah. so yeah. you ain't right. going to drive to Rogers. True. That is true. And that yeah. one ain't going to be around very um, long either. I yeah. And that one hasn't been open that long. No, the Rogers one. It wasn't there when we lived there. No, it wasn't. Nothing was. It, in you know, it's the we thing is there. with the Rogers one. It's on 101 or off of 101. Yep. So it's not on any major thoroughfare or anything. At least it, it's between Rogers and Elk River or Otsego, one of those oh, two. Okay. But um, you know, Maple Grove actually had another theater prior to the AMC. It did. Yep. I think it's yep. the building. Yeah, it, it's kind of like tucked behind. Like where J.C. Penney, which is also closed, up in that area, God. Um, you could see it from from the six from four ninety four uh, or ninety four. Yes. Excuse yep. me, you could see it from yeah. there. So that's the second theater in Maple Grove that has closed. So, I, I, yeah, the, the problem is right now with these multiplexes, there's just so much overhead just to keep yep. the lights on. Oh, and they were already razor thin margins to begin with. Yeah, so it's 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 the, the the theaters are in trouble whether they want to admit it or not. Yes, everybody's buzzing now because Spider-Man's doing such good business. But you know what? Uh, behind that, uh, Scream Open made thirty million, which is nothing no. it normally would have made, and it's already been knocked down to number two by Spider-Man again. I so wonder. It's just a very telling sign that things aren't happening. So we're talking about like the Batman is almost three hours long. I wonder, right. so right now the theater model is basically get as many screens with as many movies playing as frequently as possible. But see, mm -hmm. the thing is that throughout this pandemic, uh, stage plays have actually not been hit that hard. So I'm wondering if movie theaters should go that route and have fewer screens, yes. longer movies, and more seating. 
Yeah, well, possible. that's how it was when I was a kid. Yeah, what if like what if the movie theater has four screens, but each screen can seat five times as many people as the average screen does right now, and they only play really huge blockbusters. They don't just play every movie that comes out. No. They only play Spider-Man or the Batman well, or whatever. <clears throat> well, that's like, I was looking at, we saw Sing 2 on Friday night. We took the kids and saw it. Which is really good, by the we way. We were going to rent I, it, but it's $25. Oh. Yeah, uh. Not worth it for two people. No. Um, we mm-hmm. went and saw it in the theater, and it was wonderful. But I was looking up, you know, different times and figure out when we should go. And there were, like, five movies at each theater that I was like, what, do you, what is this? I've never even heard of this movie. I, and I they don't were, follow movies mm, at all And anymore. they were in theaters. And yep. I'm like, we talk about well, movies on yep. the podcast. And it's like, I feel like I'm not completely out of touch. But there were so many that I'm like, what? I've never heard this in my life. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I can tell you, Alex, what's happening is um, a lot of these independents now, which normally would play at your uptowns and your lagoons only, are <clears throat> spreading out because... Again, there's more screen space now. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I just was, my wife was just telling me, she read an article, they're actually renovating the Uptown, and it's, I think it's going to be 2,000 seats, but it's not going to be, or me, maybe more, 2,500 seats, which tells me it's no longer going to be a theater, it's probably going to be a venue. It's probably going to be like a, a, an Appantageous or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't know how big, but yeah, exactly. So I think it's going to be a performance venue. So... Again, so there's more screen space. So, for example, there's this movie coming out, Tom, that I'm going to review on Thursday. I haven't seen it yet. I'm actually getting a screener link called Clean with Adrian Brody. Normally, you would have seen this. It's an IFC release on a couple screens. But now it's like, hey, let's play in the theater where, wherever you saw Sing 2, Alex. I don't know. Where did you see it? We went to the you know, Prairie Theater. And bo- yeah, so it's 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 spreading out to those sorts of theaters now because there's actually room and theater owners they want something new to keep people coming through the doors. So obviously they're rolling the dice and playing those smaller independent films. And the independent films obviously don't have as much money to lose. There's not nearly as much at stake mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times these actors do it because it's better quality material. And uh, they take lower paydays, so there's, you know, it's not a $100 million movie or $200 million movie. Um, so that's why you're seeing all these movies that you haven't heard of because, again, there are these small films that normally would have played in art houses only. Alex, how much was the theater to go see Sing, the four of you? Uh, we actually went with my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and two nephews and niece, too. And I, the four of you. I, mean, I can't, I don't know, because I bought yes. the tickets for everybody. Mm. And well, then how they, much was it for eight? Well, and then they whatever. paid me back. I'm trying to remember how much it was. Probably around $50. That was just for the tickets? For eight people? Just for the tickets. No, for the four of us. Okay. I'd okay. say like between 40 and $50. So yeah, and then tickets. did you get uh, so a little popcorn on the side? Yeah, popcorn, oh, yeah, we got popcorn. Candy, okay, and candy. Sodas, yeah. We didn't get sodas. We brought our own waters. Mm. So there's another deuce. Probably. Two well, deuces, least, $40. Yeah. I think there's, yeah. there's another well, problem. I, I can never <laughs> complain about that stuff, though, because the reason that you're able to go there is because they charge that money Pretty for much, those. yeah. But, but that, my point is... I mean, is, that's how they keep the doors open. My point is, let's go out to the theater. Okay, let's spend 50 to to $100 to go to the theater. And if you go to one of the nice theaters, you have a drink, <coughs> pizza, or something like that. You, you know, so it's not worth the money. Yeah, and just, I just said, you can watch Sing 2 at home for 25 bucks. There you go. 
25 bucks know, for unlimited for, amounts of people, for, by the way. For me, the at problem. least in my life and with my yeah. children, it's it was very worth it to us I'm, I'm to not, go to the theater. I'm not questioning the value. No, no. the value. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. And Tim, I agree that the, the value is there, <clears> and I think it's a wonderful experience. And to have kids go to the theater is far different and, and more exciting and more uh, disciplined kind of thing than watching it at home. Mm-hmm. So there's it, there's uh-huh. pieces of the reason for that. But the average person going to the theater yeah. for fifty to a hundred dollars. Not everyone's got a hundred bucks to drop on every no, yeah. the latest the, the movie oppor- coming oh, out. Of the, the opportunity cost is mm-hmm. a six month uh, subscription to something yeah, to let you there, see as many as you want to see. Yeah, I mean if you watch a movie every week for a hundred dollars a week, you know that's five thousand dollars a year. That's just there on are movies. options at the theater. You can go on two for yeah. Tuesdays and all that kind of yeah, stuff. They yeah, they have cheap. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. They have cheap matinees in the middle. Like we yeah, we've been to movies with the kids that it was like oh each ticket was six dollars because it was you know Saturday yeah, you in the to. middle of the day or whatever. It was. Yeah. I don't know. There are options, but yeah, it de- it definitely That's is still fifty dollars for four people. Expensive. I know that the um, city of Edina, you know the the theater that was down on 50th and France yep. mm-hmm. that closed. The city of Edina yeah. gave the Mann family some money or granted them some money to yep. to renovate it and, and open it again. Mm-hmm. So they must ha- yeah. see some sort of value about people coming into that area to watch a movie and perhaps get dinner and we all loved that. It. Mm-hmm. We loved it. If people go to the theater, they're in a yeah. commercial zone, which is what cities love. Yeah, you need people out yeah. and about. Yeah. You need to get out. I mean, you know, we've been so cooped up for so long. (laughs) You do do need to get out. But one thing I was going to suggest, and and, and only one theater that I'm aware of has done this, maybe two. Um, um, They've turned, okay, it's St. Michael, and they show movies, but they did this a while ago, and this wasn't responding to the pandemic. Uh, They turned one of their houses, show houses, into a performance venue, and bands, a lot of tribute bands come and play there. Oh. And so it's a music venue in one regard and that you can see films there as well. Plus, they did pivot a bit when they had the big open side of a building that they painted white to show outdoor films, to show drive-in films. That's and then the music was so popular outdoors during the pandemic that they actually built a stage to the side of the venue. So they're getting creative, they're improvising, and that's the way they're surviving. They're not just a movie theater anymore. They're, they're an outdoor venue for, uh, for music. They're an outdoor venue for movies. They're indoor venue for music, indoor venue for movies. And so, you know, I think part of it is on the theater owner to, to get creative, to get those people in the doors. So, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. It's it's always been a tough business to make money in any way. But once the pandemic hit, it's I'm shocked, yeah. honestly, that more theaters haven't closed. I think a lot of these big chains were they got the infusion of cash probably with one of the stimulus bills to keep them afloat. But the smaller ones are gone. There's no question about that. Uh, there was a, a friend of mine in Malacca uh, who's a listener to the KQ Morning Show and the podcast. Um who owned a, a theater house in Malacca that had to shut down. And that's really unfortunate. So. Oh, that's too bad. I was just actually thinking, I don't even know the closest theater to me. Like if someone said, oh, let's go see a movie, I would have nowhere, no idea where to go. I'd have to look it up. Well, but we you have moved. To take, 
We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. We're right after this with part two of part one. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like suburban manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business felt? We certainly hope so, Tommy. And that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here, and I really love my pillow. And now they're offering my pillow towels, 100% USA cotton. You get two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, 60-day money-back guarantee. And right now, my pillow towels, originally priced $109.99, now a flash sale, $39.99 with promo code KQRS. This amazing deal is yours by going to the radio listener specials at mypillow.com. Enter promo code KQRS. That's mypillow.com. Promo code KQRS. back. Alex was about to make a point. <clears throat> it's not. It's moot now. It's moot. Why is it moot? It's old news. Because it's not. two minutes ago, Dad. Oh, Andy was just talking about how he doesn't know his closest theater, but I oh, said yeah. he moved into his house when his wife was pregnant, and then they've had a newborn baby, so they haven't been at a point in their life where they're like going to see a lot of movies. The last movie no. we watched was Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. So... <laughs> An exceptional film. It was an entertaining movie. I will give you that. Yeah, it was. I wanted to point out. I wanted to point out quickly. Bill Wright is the name of the guy in Malak. I wanted to call him out because he is a a great guy, and he was working another full-time job while running this second-run theater in Malacca, and I did visit the place, and it was a nice place. And you know, Malacca is a smaller community, and people forget that how. Places like that are such of a great gathering spot, oh, uh, God, and that yes. really makes yep. me sad seeing seeing yep. a smaller place like that. Uh, you know, you just you can't you can't do it. You can't do it anymore. So, I don't know whether their theaters are going to make a comeback or not. But again, if they're going to, they're going to have to improvise like St. Michael did because I think they're doing pretty well. Oh, or I shouldn't say I pretty. Well. I don't know for sure. But if you got uh, more offerings, naturally more opportunities for business. I will tell you this, people better get used to the new world because the movie theaters are going to be closed. Television, uh, local television is going to be out of business. Newspapers are already out of business and radio is going to be out of business in the next five years. So the world's going to change completely in the next five years. I believe that. But I will say. And I don't know, do you think this pandemic sped that up or not? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it did. But digital just killed it. I mean, they just Mm -hmm. massacred it. Except for Neil Young is arguing now with Spotify to remove his music over Joe Rogan's vaccine comments. Oh, my God. When are these people going to just let it go? He can make vaccine comments. He has every right to talk about the vaccine any way he wants to. This is America. Well, Neil Young is just trying to become relevant again. 
Yeah, he's When's ugly. the last he time be... Neil Young was like hip and cool? Well, first of all, he looks like the Crypt Keeper. That doesn't help him too much. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even recognize him. You Let's don't see. want to believe Neil, me. He's always Young. been a. Ma- I've talked to him a couple of times. He's a massive pain in the ass. He just is very incredibly yeah. arrogant, and I'm smarter than everyone. He's one of those guys. Doesn't that? It just sucks when you admire somebody's music yep. or their yep. acting. And then they pulled this bullshit like um, Alec Baldwin and, and oh, uh, going God. after somebody on social media and getting people to throw hate at this woman yep. when he just made an assumption, basically, yeah. about her yeah, being he at the January 6th riots when she wasn't. Yep. I mean, that's it's like, how do you support people like that? It, You know, it's, it's really, really tough. I mean, Joe wrote uh, this thing with um, Neil Young. I was aware of that with Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, yeah. another one. I just love her singing. I love her entertaining. Great actor. Um, Bette Midler. She seems to spout off and has to She's eat her nuts. words yeah. off. And I just wish that she would not do that because I really like her as a performer, you know? Those damn gingers. Yeah, those damn gingers like Catherine and <laughs> Bette Midler. You know. Yeah. Joyce Behar, they're all the same. Oh well, no, you can you <laughs> can have Joey her. Behar. I was like, oh, Joyce, God. is it Joyce? Sorry. I was like, Joyce Behar, Joy, whatever her name is. Joyce, is another well, one. Well, with regards to Neil Young, who would name your band after a steamroller? Well, there is that in you know, Buffalo Springfield. What a cheap name that was. <laughs> I well, love he must Buffalo have got along well with uh, David Crosby when when it was back when CSNY. <laughs> oh God! Can you even imagine it? Oh God! They all that hate little... each other the way I shouldn't say that. I think that everybody hates David Crosby, and uh, and and obviously, like you get a volatile guy like Neil Young in there, it can't be fun. Stephen Stills was on the KQ Morning Show about ten, fifteen years ago. I can't remember when. Uh, it had to be at least 15 years ago because it was at 917 North Lilac Drive. So I'm talking to Stephen Stills, and I, of course, was in the record business, so I knew him a little bit. I didn't know him, but I knew him a little bit. Well, I guess I did know him. We weren't friends is a better way to put it. But on the radio, we had to jump on the seven-second delay because I was talking and talking and talking to him about this and talking about that. And, about and one of the other people on the show kept interrupting. Right in the middle of the interview, Stephen Stills on the radio goes, why don't you shut the fuck up? I'm Whoa. talking to Tom. Well, <laughs> <It's> like, <"Whoa." laughs> well, wow. well, no. Mm. <laughs> you want to hear, if you want to hear F-bombs, look up on YouTube any sort of comments that uh, Graham Nash makes about David Crosby. Oh, oh, he yeah. hates that guy like there's no tomorrow. Well, David oh, my is a weirdo. God, David's very say. weird. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we, we have a caller, Andy? Uh, Wendy on the phone. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy? Yes. Where'd Pauly go? I thought Paulie He's still on there. Oh, Pauly, we will get to you in one second, Pally. Thank you. Anyway, Wendy, what's up? Thank you. I just wanted to let Tim know, you guys know, there is still hope for theater because the town that I'm originally from, Wisconsin, they have the most awesome little theater, totally reasonable prices. I think tickets are like four bucks a pop. And they expanded actually during the uh, during COVID. Uh, people from the town supported it so much. They they were so busy making popcorn every night because people would come and just buy concessions every night. Oh, that's and nice. uh, now that they're back open again, it's full all the time. And oh, that's good to hear. they know their audience. You know, people that don't want to go that far to see the movie. They're mm-hmm. crazy because 
I don't know, but I don't care. But the, the dad, the daughter owns it now, and the dad that used to own it back in the day when I was in high school and worked at a grocery store, I know for a fact that they used uh, real butter on their popcorn, which is oh, no, up in my book. Oh, yeah. Because he would come through once a month, and the grocery store that I worked at, they, he would order a grocery cart full of butter, sticks of butter. And so, yeah, it's, you know what you're getting. And, and the east side of the metro, we're very 10 theaters. During, um, during the pandemic, they remodeled all of their theaters inside, reasonably priced tickets, good, really good concessions, and the theaters are very comfortable. I mean, they're not these crazy, they have very comfortable seating, you know, and everything is really nice. And it's not at a price that's going to, you know, it's at a price point that's not going to kill your family. So they do exist. Sometimes you just have to look for them. We will look for the. I hey look, I want to go see Coogan's Bluff at the Heights Theater again, like I did fifty five years ago. <laughs> Coogan's Bluff. Coogan's Bluff, baby. Let's go. Careful, you're you're dating yourself, Tom. Careful. I am dating myself. There is no question about that. Wendy, thank you for the advice. That's great. Thank, thank you. Have Wendy. a good one. You too. Bye. We have we have Polly on the horn. Indeed. Polly, 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 how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing all right. There he is. Glad to hear it. You started out. You started, okay. Um, you started yes. out the podcast with um, talking about mental health, um, the yes. world culture, and um, alcoholism and mental health and all that. Could have been more right. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes. Is um, People get so absorbed in that and they isolate. Um, that's what I did. I mean, like when the George Floyd thing was going on, yeah. I just, that was all I was focused on. And um, and then the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, and it just becomes a big thing. Right. I actually, for Halloween, I went out as um, Bob Wiley from What About Bob? I got the shirt that says, Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local. And then the, um, <laughs> I didn't get the goldfish because I can't take care of, I can't take care of a plant. I can't take, so there's no way I was going to get a goldfish. Sure. But, um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of how it is. And then the next thing you're talking about with Lammers was uh, that Tom Cruise movie about the next um, the next Top Gun. I think that my thoughts on it is that they keep dragging it out. They're not put up because it probably sucks. It's would be my Well, guess, there's a point to know. be made there. <laughs> you know, we hope not. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they're taking the time to fix whatever there could be. I mean, I know that the Mission Impossible movies have run, in, run into protection snags because of COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, yeah look, there, there is an argument to be made that movies get pushed back because there are problems production-wise with it. So who knows? I guess the only way we're going to find out is when they actually do come out. But for a film to be delayed more than a couple of years for its release. I mean, usually when people would put things on the shelf, it was the kiss of death. So who knows? Who knows? There you have it. No yeah, my, my next uh, I have another question, too, um, about reviving theaters. Now, when I was a kid, I couldn't afford to go to a theater. I actually lived on the country, so it was like an hour drive to get to the closest theater. Oh, we know. But I was, I was thinking about some movies that... Um, you know, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in back in Tom's day would would be The Godfather. I've never back seen those in Tom's day. 
Back in the black and white days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. The talkies, they called them. I think it was Laurel and Hardy and yeah. uh, The Godfather. Those were the two things when I was a kid. Anyway. Um, well, anyway, yeah. what I'm saying is, wouldn't yes, it be fun to see those in a theater again? You know, oh, God, I'm surprised yeah. they're not doing, like, nostalgia revivals. I would to see that. You know, it would be an event. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know what? Paulie, i got to tell you something. You you hit the nail right in the head twice because I've been talking to Michelle Mann. When she does open the Edina Theater, they're going to do a complete redo of it and really make it look really nice. And I want her to open it up with a special KQ slash uh, Tom Bernard podcast night and play The Godfather. We'll bring in some chow from maybe Bar La Grasse or whatever. So, yeah, I, I've already been talking to her about opening that theater with the original Godfather. That would be wonderful. 50th anniversary oh, coming up, baby. I mean, oh, yeah. A lot of, yep. You know how many, it's been, what, when did that movie come out? In the, it was in the 70s, right? So 72. It's been over almost 40 years. Yeah, and I'm, so I was almost 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So people have been able to see that in the theater. To experience Pauly, that. Pauly, I have to tell you something. And oh, one other thing is uh, yes, Neil Young. Yeah, yes. one other thing. Was Neil Young the guy that said more barn? Oh, the yes. Pond? He said more barn. He did indeed, which I thought was pretty clever, actually. <laughs> and then he turned back to being an asshole okay. like he always is. Uh, Polly, I want to tell you something before you go. The other day when you called in, and by the way, I'm, I lost another friend, and it's just getting really, really old. But um, I cannot tell you what that meant to me because I could hear the pain in your voice talking about uh, talking about my friendship with Louis Anders and all the rest of it. That was very nice of you, and I will always be grateful. Thank you. Well, there's something about that too. Is I think about people like Adrian Washington, um, and um, yep. some yep. some kid that's trying to do comedy in Minnesota, and um, and ends up being successful. Billy yep. Anderson paved the way for a lot of people just by working oh, super hard. Did he ever? No doubt about it. Paulie, keep listening. Does. We love you, pal. All right, love you too, dummy. Bye. Thanks, man. Bye. I actually had a very weird dream about, like, not about Louis, but regarding Louis. So yes. we were at the Dayton house, ironically. Of course. We were just there's talking about shock. that. Yes, there's a shot. And Ethan was sleeping in Alex's room because oh. she was babysitting him. Did she I have the Mickey Mouse wallpaper up still? Minnie. Minnie Mouse. Mouse. Minnie, yes, Mickey, it was yeah. all Minnie still Mouse. pink and everything. Oh, boy. Naturally. Good, good. But Glad I went in there to wake Ethan up. And Alex was playing just like random Louis Anderson bits, like on a speaker. And I was like, what are you doing? And, and she said that she wanted to increase his presence in her room to like manifest him. It sounds like me. Which actually <laughs> kind of does, yes. And then I started crying and then I woke up. You started crying and woke up. Yep. Very See, were you crying when you woke up? Yep. Like you were physically. If I cry crying? in a dream, I almost always cry in real life. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. It's just a well, physiological talk- response. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We said it yesterday. You guys never knew a world without Louis Anderson. You were little kids when you met him, so That's true. you always had Louis around. And that is where we met him was the Dayton House. So yes, you know. it is. It, it is indeed, and it's the latest one. I got to mention. Uh, you know, obviously, it all started uh, with Scott Hansen a couple of months ago. Well, it would be a few months ago now. Scott Hansen died at a very young age, and then Bob Saget dies. Uh, not as close to Scott Hansen and Louis Anderson, but he was still a friend, no doubt about it. But Bob Saget died. Then Louis Anderson dies, and then uh, 
my buddy Bill died. Um, he he was the CEO and president of Campbell Methune, where I started my voiceover career doing Northwest Airlines commercials at Campbell Methune. Uh, Bill Dunlap was a brilliant man. He was one of the nicest men I've ever met. He does not know this if he's up in heaven, you know. <laughs> he didn't know it when he was alive. But I wish I'd told him now, you know. I should have told him. Bill Dunlap, without him even knowing it, this was by observation, I learned how to treat clients from him. You know, when I go and sell, let's say, like sell the KQ Morning Show to, to you know, to Mike Bilski or something like that. I learned how to treat people by watching Bill Dunlap and how he treated everyone. And that was everyone from the president of Northwest Airlines down to the local coffee shop. He treated clients extremely, didn't kiss their ass, didn't suck up to them. He treated them like an equal, that, that somebody he could work with. He was grateful. Um, it was never the the ass kiss thing. It was always being treated very professionally and uh, just a great guy. So, Mr. Dunlap, you never knew this, but I learned from you how to how to treat clients, and that's why I could tell you flat out, and it's a true story. There is no other radio guy in America that sells ads like I do, and that's because of Bill Dunlap because I learned from him how to do it. So that's just a fact. So we lost. Now we got like four people in the last couple of months. So let's put a break on it, shall we? What do you say? Yeah. That would be good. Don't you think, Catherine? So when, I'm sorry, I had to step out to cough my whole head off. <laughs> I should have coughed again. Um, what? I was just talking about Dunlap, the, when did he die? Uh, he, well, he died a, a few weeks ago, but they just oh. had an article about him in the Star Tribune. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Great guy. Just a great guy. Oh. I learned a lot from him. That's always nice when you have a, somebody that leads by example. Yeah, and he never knew that I copied his style. I never told him, and I really wish I had because I, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. But uh, I wish I'd told him before he died. I should have known. He was 83, though. You're not going to live forever. This is true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so all those people, you know, Louie, a- Andy told a story while you were gone. Oh. Andy, can you... Oh, she wasn't there for that? Would you mind telling the story again? Because it's a great story, if you don't mind. Uh, about my dream? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> in my so my okay. dream last night was that uh, I was at the don't Dayton... Don't start tearing up, Mom. I was at the Dayton house with Alex, which is interesting huh. because the day before, we had just talked about how I always dream about being in the Dayton house. Yes. Yep. Um, and Alex was babysitting Ethan for some reason, and he was asleep <laughs> in her room. Uh, so we went up, and I went to wake up Ethan, and when I entered the room, there was a speaker that was playing random Louis Anderson bits. Oh, God. And I said, what are you doing? And she said that she was trying to increase his presence in her room in order to, like, manifest his spirit in her room, mm-hmm. kind of like almost like a seance. I would do that. And it when does she sound s- like something else. Yeah, it does. That's what I said. I'm the third person to say that, this by the way. This makes sense. This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And once she said that, I started crying, and then I Aww. woke up. Aww. And he was crying when he yep. woke up. Aw, that's very sweet. Very, I love that. Sweet. You should so, write that down. Maybe you should uh, go home and play some Louis Anderson bits in your room, and maybe you can. Oh my God! Everybody's playing him. Louis Anderson bits oh, everywhere. Yeah. 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 If that can manifest someone, there'd be like nine thousand of him right now. It's so funny <laughs> because true, um, yeah. everybody's playing the one the when he was on Johnny Carson. How old was he? Does anybody know? God, that was nineteen eighty. I think it was eighty eighty. Or was it 83? It was 1980. 
Was it 83? I think it was well, November of 1983. Been 30 then. Yeah. He looked, his voice was so different. Yeah. Oh, his voice when was, he was totally young, different. He, was, yeah. he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> he had hair. Well, he always had hair. But say he always wasn't had as hair. big either. No, no, he, was he wasn't. But yeah, it, he, he just looked oh, like such a fresh-faced little man. It was yeah. just, he did. Yeah. But, but he didn't. He didn't get invited back up to the set. Johnny, the ones he really liked, he would invite up to the set. Was he invited up to sit next yes. to Johnny? He was in the second appearance. The, the second first appearance. appearance right. they, he went behind the curtain. He went backstage, and Johnny went and pulled the curtain. And said, "Come on back out and take another bow." Well, here's a post that, from Louis Anderson on Facebook with a picture of him. With Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. November 20th, 1984, 33 years 84, ago, I made my okay. debut on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Isn't that amazing? You know, 33 years at this age doesn't sound like that many years, but it's a lot of years. <laughs> Two at the time, so. You know. yeah. I'm almost, I turned 33 years old next yeah, Wednesday. You were I zero. know, but you know, double zero. your life again. God, and it's... you turned 33 next time. I can't true. believe it. Sure. Jesus. You were born in that house, and and, and the Dayton house. We you were, yeah. I wasn't, but I don't remember. I was not that. born in the house. Well, no, no. I when thought we you always houses. said that. We were born like, in the driveway. The Let's get right. In. I don't know. I know a lot of people that have their kids in their house. Do you um, really? Yeah, I wanted to have my kids in my house. Um, not happening. No, I could. I could have. I absolutely could have. What do you mean? Thank God, I didn't. Well, because you had to like, you had. Vaughn had heart things. Well, she would have. She could have been taken to the hospital. That wasn't like a life or death thing. <clears throat> Still, it makes me nervous. You guys were both yes. born on a farm, though. Andy was born on a five-acre little horse farm in uh, in Maple Grove, and Alex was born in. Uh, we were born in. We hospitals. lived in a house up in Dayton. So there you go. But in hospitals. Mm-hmm. In the hot, we were both born in a hospital, but we lived in those. I know, houses but I we always thought because you would always say like, "This is the house you were born in, and you were yeah. born here," and I always thought. For a long time. She's very literal, Tom. Younger. Very literal. Yeah. She's very okay, literal. how about this? That I the was house... born in the house. Well, when you say you're born in this house, you mm-hmm. think I was born <laughs> in this house. Would, yeah. Whatever. Let it go. Like if I let said I was born in this room, you'd be like, <laughs> she was born go. in this room. She's not going to let I'm go. not going okay, to. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? I was born in a hospital in Long Prairie, Minnesota, <clears throat> and that hospital is now a fourplex. <laughs> That's a tiny yeah, hospital there, baby. This guy was a prairie baby back in the old days on the prairie when Tom was born. Well, the, <laughs> like, the place where my kids were born was just an old house. Yeah. Oh, true. right there, yeah. On, uh, on uh, Chicago? Chicago, Chicago Avenue, Avenue yeah. yeah. It was just an old house that they turned Indeed. into uh, two rooms for babies to yeah. be born. They did work like a charm, there's no question sure about did. it. We should probably take a break here, huh? We got uh, actually Kristen Burt's not gonna be on today. She was called to the set, so yeah, she will not be on. Slacker. Big slacker, <laughs> Kristen Burt. So we're gonna lean heavily on Dr. Ralph Basham the entire second. What's hour. new in plastic surgery these days? Indeed. Is an obsidian scalpel yet? <laughs> oh, by the way, I should mention Ralph on my, about if you look at my left, the back of my left hand, you go to the wrist, you go up about five inches. I have this orangish red splotch on my arm. It's about an inch long and about a quarter inch wide. What the? Am I think I it means dying? you've got ten, 10 days to live or so. Am I dying? Is that it? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Orange splotch. You went to the doctor one time for a mosquito bite. So, I did not. Yeah, liar. you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, we're gonna, I'm leaving forever. <laughs> I'm never coming back. That's all there is to it. All right, we'll be right back with our two.